everyone, welcome to The Drop Podcast, your home for all things theme park, news, rumors, just discussions, we got it all, and I am so excited for this episode, uh, not just because we've, we've been gone for a little bit, uh, unfortunately, uh, mainly because, you know, I was traveling for work and whatnot, but we are back, and I'm excited to talk about the parks, I've missed you guys, I've missed talking about these things, so, uh, but before we get into any of these topics, of course, I have to introduce to you my co-host, uh, we couldn't do it without him, and that is Mr. Sean Spasato. How are you doing? Hello, how are you doing? I'm, I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. I'm sorry I answered that question with a question. You answered, well, so how are you actually I doing? <laughs> <laughs> I am good. Thank uh, you so good. much. That's that's all Thank I Thank you very you know, much. There. Thank you. Um, yeah, so just a, head, just a little preview of what we've got going on later on in the show. Just to let you know, because uh, I sprung it on you last minute. There you At go. the end of the show, we are going to be talking about Festival of Fantasy. Oh, snap. And uh, so I am hyped to hear your thoughts and opinions. By the way, guys, if you haven't seen the latest vlog that we dropped, we did post a vlog where it was the whole drop crew. We went to Magic Kingdom. We saw Festival of Fantasy. Uh, and there's clips of Festival of Fantasy in there. And we also give our review as well. So... If you're curious to know uh, what it's actually like, and you want to see the parade back in action, check out that vlog. It's uh, going to be linked in the description. I think I forgot to put it in there, but it will be after the show anyways. Uh, but without further ado, shall we get into the first topic? Let's do it. Let's do it. And that first topic is this. You never know how much you love something until it's gone. Uh, and while that's definitely the case for Poseidon's Fury at Universal's Islands of Adventure, for years, people have speculated about its closure and have even begged for it. However, as soon as work walls went up around the opening day attraction, a loud cry filled the internet with people's concerns about their potential loss of the iconic pulp fan favorite experience. However, after being closed for 19 months, that's almost two years, uh, with an unexpected twist from Universal and with no announcement, oddly, uh, yesterday, on March 14th, Poseidon's Fury officially reopened to guests. Uh, so this one is an interesting one to me just because, uh, like it said in that little excerpt there, there was like no announcement of this. Uh, it was just like universal. And I mean, even in its closure, there was not really an announcement. They said that it was like shutting down. So it had initially reopened with the park uh, after COVID or like during COVID when they reopened, it initially reopened, but then after about a month or two, they announced that like five different attractions across the park were closing down just as like a cost-saving measure or whatever. And then, so that closed, and people were, were just assuming, you know, it would open up with everything else. But then slowly, everything else started, started to open back up, and then Poseidon's Fury got work walls around it, and everyone freaked out like, did it just, like, permanently close? Because, like, Fear Factor permanently closed. You know, when it yeah. closed, they just didn't reopen it. And it's, like, it's done now. Uh, and so people were speculating, is it closed? Are they doing a refurbishment or whatever? Universal said nothing. And then we saw people on site, like, touching it up and, uh, like, refreshing the paint and stuff on the outside. And we heard some insiders saying that they were doing a ton of work on the inside, uh, refurbishing it. But Universal Official, not a single word. And then all of a sudden, it's been closed for almost two years now, and then all of a sudden, uh, they just randomly reopen it. Um, so 
I, I don't know. I just think this is a really interesting topic. Uh, but before we talk about um, this, like circumstances a little bit more, I want to know right off the bat, what are your thoughts on Besides Fury? Have you have you done Besides Fury before? Yeah, so I've been on the attraction maybe four times now. Okay. And it's a very, it, I guess it's nostalgic. It's, it's very old universal, I guess. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. know another, like, phrase to, like, I guess, categorize or explain it. Yeah, well, it, you it know. is an opening day attraction. It is, and it's, so. like, it's a really good time. It's fun. It is cute. It, I think, is, it's always, like, a surprise um, when, you know, the big, massive, um, I guess like explosion and then like, you know, it's, I don't know if it's like a fight oh, between like, like the big reveal, the big reveal. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's always so much fun. And then like, I don't know, it's like, yes, it does feel very old, mm -hmm. but I, I don't, I, I guess I just always think about, um, like ET, how that feels really old too. Mm -hmm. And I think I really enjoy the fact that they both feel so old. There's something about like walking yeah, into an like attraction that's been it. there like yeah. your whole life. It's exciting. And um, I don't know, because you know, like, there's nowhere else in the world you can experience that. Yeah. Know? And so that nostalgia. And so for me, I, and I like that it's old. Mm -hmm. Yes, it takes up, like, a lot of room in the park. It's, like, massive. Yeah. It's a ginormous show building. All of it is it's humongous. Well, and it's, like, it's the last remaining thing of that area, too. Because, you know, like, when the park opened, it wasn't just Poseidon's Fury and the Lost Continent. Lost Continent also had Dueling Dragons, yeah. and then it had uh, the uh, Sinbad show, the yeah. Seventh Voyage of Sinbad, or whatever it was called. Um, it had that, and just recently, the Sinbad show closed, and then, of course, that whole back half section closed for Harry Potter in 2010. Well, it opened in 2010 as Harry Potter, but closed in, I don't know, when, in like 2008, something like that. So, like, it's been slowly like other parts of the park have been like claiming land from lost continent and like things have just been closing and this is like that one last remaining thing really of opening day lost continent uh so yeah it, it is very nostalgic because of that especially if you were familiar with like older islands of adventure it's like yeah there you walk through the land even though there's not much there just the uh atmosphere of lost continent is so immersive and that was like one of the first lands to really be that immersive uh there's just a lot of history to the lost continent and it's nice to see it's not lost on us that it's not yeah it's not were you gonna say that lost. joke oh my god i killed it i'm uh, so sorry it. no no you're good you're, i you're killed good. it uh I'm sorry <laughs> better better you say that than me yeah uh, but yeah no it's just yeah, no, I, I don't know. I'm glad that it, it's open. Uh, what are you... So are you excited to experience it again? I actually kind of am. It's fun. Yeah. It's a nice, like... I used to always say this about Ellen's um, Energy Adventure. Mm -hmm. It gets out of the hot sun because yeah. it's, like, kind of long and it's, like, very well air-conditioned. But um, it's just, again, I think it just goes back to the nostalgia. It's just funny. We, like... I feel like whenever I go through with it with friends, like, we kind of laugh at certain parts of it. yeah not in we're laughing with it we're not laughing at it mm -hmm. it's more so just i think we're all in on the joke of it yeah it's like they, they not that it is a joke because it's not but just like the fact that it's so old that it's so outdated but it's still there we all love it mm -hmm. 
I just think that in itself, there's like humor there. Yeah, well, you know, I think it's like it's run for so long that the cast kind of know that it's outdated. Mm -hmm. So they like play into that a little bit. So it is kind of like this inside joke kind of that like we're not laughing at the attraction, but the fact that it's self-aware a little bit, you know, is fun. Um, So I personally, I was trying to get out there the other day, but because it is currently spring break, uh, crowds are just ridiculous. Yeah. So I decided to not go out uh, yesterday to see Poseidon's Fury just because I was like, I'm not going to deal with the crowds. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, and you looked at the wait times too, and they were like insane. Oh, yeah. Were, yeah. Everything was 120 yeah. minutes, like two hours for everything. Uh, it was just crazy. So I decided against it. And uh, later on next week, by the way, so next week I am going to be going out to Universal. And I am going to do a video of Poseidon's Fury. So if you want to know exactly all the small little things that have been updated and upgraded, um, definitely subscribe for that video because it'll be a fun one. Uh, but I don't know. I So they definitely, there were a bunch of insider reports saying that for this ride or for this attraction, it's not even, it's not a ride. It's, you know, it's an experience. So for this experience, uh, they said that there wasn't like a single piece of lighting or just like technical prop that they didn't touch like they went through everything and made sure that it was either like repaired updated or that it was still in working order and everything Uh, so supposedly the projectors and the lighting and uh, like the water tunnel and everything at the very end all of those effects have been updated and I've heard from people that they look phenomenal which is really exciting the one thing that I don't know is, uh, did they update any of that, like, CGI stuff at the very end yeah. with the big battle, you know? Because that stuff has been, that is, that specifically is what makes the attraction dated. It's not the story. It's not the, like, the walkthrough experience. Or even, like, the smelly old water. Like, or, yeah. yeah, yeah. It <laughs> like, it smells, smells like, like it's all It fine smells like mildew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's like, everyone loves the smell of E.T., but it is literally just the smell of E.T. But I think because it's not wet, it's okay. Like we're But it is wet. Like that whole last half of E.T. Well, so there's, I guess, maybe you're right. But I don't know. It's like it just feels different. It's nothing, but it's just just water. You're right. Like water-based haze. That is true. That is true. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So it's just the smell of milk. I don't. It's. I think it's more intense though at Poseidon's Fury. I it don't is. Know. Yeah. Well, I think it's also like chlorine therapy. I, mean, I think that. Yeah. yeah. Because you walk under the water, so it's like you're going to get at least a little misted. Or yeah. Whatever. So I think it's like the smell of chlorine as well. Like it's it smells just, like you're it's at a like pool. not nice. Yeah. No. Um, like a dirty public pool. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see how does it smell. How does it look? And I want to know, like, if they updated any of that CGI or not. Uh, from the few pictures I've been, you know, I know I probably should have looked at all the pictures that people have been posting, but I kind of just want to experience it for myself. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like from the the small amount that I did see, it looked like they might have even changed the showroom, like that last showroom where the walls open up and it's like a big thing. Um, I feel like they, from what I saw, it looked like they had changed a lot in there. So I am excited to go and see that. Um, But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think that between... So there are a lot of rumors with this ride when it went down of what they, like Universal, was going to do to replace this ride. And when we realized that, oh, it was just a refurbishment, a lot of people were kind of like, 
oh, you know, but I like I wish that they would do something with it. Uh, I think that those a lot of those rumors, honestly, I think a lot of those rumors are true. But I think that Universal just has their hands tied with Epic Universe so much. Mm. Uh, and, you know, like, they're thinking, like, Legend of Zelda and all that. Yeah. yeah uh, what, what's going on? <laughs> Sorry. What's going on? Like, yeah. It's like... The, oh, my gosh. Like... Uh, <laughs> uh, so, Sean has uh, wild animals living at his house. And every time we do a show here, uh, <laughs> they like bang on the door to try to get in. <laughs> and we're live. <laughs> oh my God, um, I apologize. No, you're good. Uh, but no, no, I think uh, like Legend of Zelda was one of like the really big rumors yeah. that was going around. And uh, I, with it being like loosely tied to, you know, like Nintendo, it's like an older school video game yeah. uh, property. Uh, I think that they they're gonna like build Super Nintendo in Orlando, wait for it to open, see how it performs if it performs well, then they'll consider doing Lost Continent. Uh, so I think that the reason why we got the refurbishment and the touch up is because they knew that it's gonna be a few years before they really like do anything with yeah. that area. Um, but but yeah, I don't know. Like I'm yeah, I'm just really excited to see it. You know, that area of the park it that area of the park really need needs something and the last two years like there's been nothing to do in lost continent except for like buy food and merchandise and whatever yeah and then i think they've got the fortune teller over there do they not or the it's a palm reader well so yeah so they do like a whole bunch of like market like yeah street market stuff like that yeah um, and then and you can get they, like gyros over there yeah or whatever, they yeah. sell jewelry and then they just opened uh the all hollows eve boutique which yeah. changes with the season so like during mardi gras they make it mardi gras themed yeah but it's still like the halloween spooky kind of vibe yeah. which i really like i think that's a lot of fun uh but there's been no attraction no and it like lacks overall theming for yeah, sure yeah uh, yeah, just because it's like, okay, this is kind of like Middle Eastern, like an old Middle Eastern market from like a few centuries ago. Yeah. But like, what's the actual point? Like, what's the theme? What's the... Uh, and without Poseidon's Fury and without Dueling Dragons and without all the other stuff that was there originally, uh, it's just, it's kind of empty. Uh, but now that... It's open, like Poseidon's Fury is open. It at least gives you something to do there. You know, like the last two years, you've just been forced to walk through, to cut through. It's like just been a cut through. Yeah. You either go to Velocicoaster, which is on your left, or you go straight to Harry Potter. Uh, and that's like the, the only things you really can do. But now you have Poseidon's Fury. So I'm excited about that. No, I'm, yeah. well, I'm excited to just go back on it. It's been, a, it's been quite a while yeah yeah it had been a little while like when they shut it down it had already been a little while for since i'd been on it. it's it been like a year or two since before they shut it down yeah so it's been like four years now since i've seen it so i'm excited uh to do it but anyways guys uh Poseidon's fury has finally reopened amongst all the speculation all the drama all the rumors uh it's finally reopened without any announcement from Universal. What do you guys think? Have you done it since it reopened? Are you looking forward to it? Do you wish that they had done something else and like just completely rethemed it? What do you guys think about Poseidon's Fury reopening? Let us know down in the comments below. But uh, let's move on to the next topic now. And that next topic is going to be this. The construction of Tron Light Cycle Run might be more of a roller coaster than the actual ride itself. 
However, according to Imagineer Gerald Kaplan, Tom, or, well, Tom, yeah, Tom is now, Tron is now getting ready to begin testing its high-speed launch. In a video released by Disney Parks, Gerald, or, yeah, Gerald and his crew take us through the Tron worksite and talk about the different phases of construction. In this video, they show dummies being loaded onto the light cycles in preparation for testing uh, in preparation for the testing of its launches that will begin any day now. So, uh, honestly, I'm really excited about this for a few reasons. One, because it, I mean, just honestly, like, it feels like we've been covering the Tron construction since, like, I was born. <laughs> like, my whole life has been nothing but no, Tron no, construction, true. you know? Like, for real, I think, so they announced it in 2019 or something, and it's supposed to be opening later this year or yeah. at the beginning of the next year. So that's like a five-year thing, or 2017 even, 2019? Well, that was D20... D twenty three two thousand nineteen. I think it was twenty nineteen. Yeah. Unless it was twenty seventeen, I don't remember. Right. I'm pretty sure it was twenty nineteen. Yeah. But either way, it's been forever. It's been a long time. Like yeah. it's taken them longer to build this version of Tron than it did for them to build the original version of Tron, uh, and well, that's largely in part uh, due to the the pandemic and everything being shut down. Um, but it's just it's been very it's been a very controversial topic, especially with like SeaWorld, Bush Gardens, Universal, all of them opening brand new roller coasters that all of these coasters started construction after Tron. You know, and one of the coasters, Velocicoaster, is a very highly themed coaster. So it's not like, oh well they just built a coaster where Tron's built or like you know or Disney is building a coaster with all the theming and everything. Like Velocicoaster is a very heavily themed coaster too. So it's been a very controversial subject uh, for a very long time. And I so because of that, I'm really excited to hear this news because it's like, man, they are picking up speed, like not like no pun intended, but they're picking up speed on this construction yeah. so much so that now they're actually starting to test the launch they're at warp of the coaster. speed yeah literally like they are at warp <laughs> speed and so uh i'm going to go ahead and play so we have this uh video it's not going to play with audio uh but it they just have some really neat images of inside the construction site so we've been uh doing construction updates on tron literally since the day i was born <laughs> and, and it's just it's really neat to see now that we're getting actual videos inside the construction site you know like i'm not having to like throw my camera over a wall and hope that i can get <laughs> something good and fish it back you know and <laughs> not get like arrested no, at the same time, get arrested at the same yeah. time. Like, look at that i can't get that shot anyways <laughs> uh, so yeah these are just some like really cool images that disney has released and in this video, which, by the way, it is linked in the description. So if you haven't seen this video, uh, when, obviously, our podcast is over, go ahead and click that link. Not and watch before it's over. Not before. <laughs> Stick with <laughs> us until after the podcast, please. Uh, I beg you. Uh, but, no, it's just, uh, so this is, it's a really, I, I don't know, I, I think this video is really neat. Uh, because, yeah, I mean, we get to see... Uh, them installing the trains onto the tracks, like, that's really cool. But in it, they specifically talk about the different phases of construction that they're 
on. And they said that they had like just wrapped up phase one, which is general construction and all that. And they're moving on to phase two, which is testing. Uh, and in the video, he talked about them getting ready to do a pull-through test. Uh, and that pull-through test, they've actually already completed. Because when the video came out, I was like, wait a second. Are they going to do two pull tests? Mm. Like pull-through? Like, so a pull-through test is basically they take one part of the car with like a little guide around it to, to show like how much clearance it needs. And then they'll like slowly winch it through the whole track just to make sure that all the theming and all the elements and all that uh, and all the supports uh, exist in a space that is outside the minimum distance for safety. Uh, and if it clears that clearance pull-through test, then they can move on to other uh, other tests such as launches. But since so, but anyways, they have already completed that pull-through test. So according to what he's saying, is like any day now we can expect. Uh, yeah. Cool. It'll just loop. Uh, but yeah, they're saying that any day now we can just expect that uh, we can see Tron starting its launches. And he was even saying that he was excited about it because uh, people on People Mover will get like a really good view of that. So that's really exciting. So hopefully, as soon as they start doing these tests, uh, I'm going to be trying to go out there and get some shots on People Mover of this Tron coaster going around the track. Like that will be really neat to see. But yeah, Sean, anyways, uh, what are your thoughts on this? Like, we are finally... Oh, you are not in frame there, my bad. <coughs> oh, that no. Is, uh, oh, no. Um, so we are just going to... Hold on, give me a sec. There we are. Uh, that's us. Right. Uh, <laughs> we are live. <laughs> Back. Uh, but, yeah, what are your thoughts on this? Like, we're finally starting to see not just, like, evidence that, like, the construction is moving forward, but we're starting to see... Like, progress. Like, Dude, the coaster's about to start yeah, running. No, of course. Like that's insane. So, what are your thoughts on that? No, I, I'm excited. It's yeah, like we've said a million times, it's yeah. been so long overdue. Um, for me, I've never been to. I believe this is at Tokyo. Is it at Tokyo or is this uh, one Shanghai? Shanghai. Is that Shanghai? I've never been to um, Disneyland Shanghai or Shanghai Disneyland. Forgive me, I don't know the proper. Um, Shanghai Disneyland. Is it Shanghai Disneyland? Yeah. I don't know. I could be wrong. I you can tell I've never been. Um, <laughs> and um uh, neither have I. So. No. And so it's exciting because we'll get this little taste of that amazing foreign park yeah. here, you know, right in our backyard, which is exciting. It's going to be uh, it's supposed to be an amazing attraction. I don't know. I it is weird to see that it's up and running, mm -hmm. but I guess I guess that's like with every new attraction, you see it be constructed for like months, you know, sometimes yeah. years, unfortunately. Yeah. And then it kind of gets to that point when it's like, oh my God, they're testing it. Oh my God, I'm going to be on it. Well, you know? yeah, it's like, it, <laughs> that's really exciting. Yeah, it makes it it's feel a fun real transition. Finally. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's yeah. like we're not just talking about it. We're not just looking at concept art anymore. We're not just theorizing what this thing's going to be. Like, we're, it's here. We're going to get to you know, experience it firsthand. Yeah, um, and we're starting to see things, like the things actually run and come, like get put together. You know, like when we were just there the other day, mm -hmm. we uh, rode the People Mover, and I got a few shots of uh, the Tron construction in crisp slow motion. Uh, so uh, I was able to put together like a little, just like a tiny, mini, tiny Tron construction update at the end of that vlog that we did. Uh, and it's insane just how much work they've gotten done in the last month or so. Like since the last Tron update that I did, 
I mean, they started putting the canopy on. They're finishing up the uh, pathways for uh, the like the footpath, like the foot traffic that's going to be going through there. Um, they're getting ready to install the Tron sign that you'll walk past. They're they are working on the tunnel. This is the big like big big news here. They're actually working on the tunnel for the railroad to go through. Fine, finally. Uh, which is really exciting to me. I think I, I told you while we were on the yeah, that was what you missed more I than anything like, else. So. I think I'm more excited. The train <laughs> to, coming back. Yeah, yeah, to be on the railroad than to be on Tron, <laughs> just because it's been gone for so long and it's such a staple of Magic Kingdom. Like it is quintessential Magic Kingdom, and it's been gone for so long. Um, but anyways, this is about Tron. I don't want to get sidetracked. No, on, of course. But, yeah, no, it's just like the point is it's all coming together so fast. And what I love about uh, this video is that, like, I mean, you can really see, like, they're putting the canopy on right now. Like, it is getting so close to being done. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Does So seeing this video, does it make you more excited for the ride? Or does it, like, make you, or, like, I don't know. Like I, I think I'm just, like... I don't know. I, it kind of feels like though, because they just released a ride video similar to uh, the upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy attraction. Yeah. So it's kind of like I don't know. We're just like, we're just kind of seeing this like. I'll believe it when yeah, I'm Yeah. Like I don't know. I, yeah, yeah. I think that's it. I don't know. It's because it's just we keep seeing all these like little tidbits, but we're not actually experiencing these things, and so I, it's like. You know, it teased me so much, you know, yeah. before I, like, kind of get a little upset. But. Well, and that's one of the reasons why I actually really prefer the way that Universal handles their press announcements and stuff is that they just build the thing. And then they'll be like, hey, uh, guys, we're doing this really cool coaster. It's called Velocicoaster. This, these are the stats. Oh, and by the way, uh, it's been open for five years. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's been open you know or like but in all reality like i think they announced it and then two months later like the coaster was open or three months later the coaster was open and that one became a joke because you can physically see like hey they're building this massive coaster we know but uh like with tron they had announced this thing and it was like a year and a half two years before we saw any serious progress on it because especially in florida like and one and they talked about it in one of these videos that they released. Uh, this was like one of two videos that they released like this. But um, in that other video that they released, they talked about how they had to do so much prep to the land because Florida's a swamp land. It's a marsh, you know. It doesn't look like it now because it's so developed. But when you build something on a piece of undeveloped land, like there's like the aquifer underneath and everything. So they had to do a whole like. Year, years worth of work on the actual site itself before it could ever go vertical. And so that all happened after they announced that Tron was happening. And Disney definitely could have held off from saying, hey, guys, we're building Tron until, like, you know, it's starting to go vertical and people are like, hey, they're building something here. What are they doing? And then they could have announced it, you know? Uh, because I think part of the issue and part of the reason why it just doesn't feel real you know, like, it, it's, I'll believe it when I'm in line waiting yeah, for it. that's true. It's because it's like we, we've been told, hey, Tron's coming. Hey, Tron's coming. Yeah, Tron, still coming. And we've had it for this massive amount of period where we've just been told, like, hey, it's coming. 
but literally nothing is happening. Uh, and so when things finally start happening, which is awesome, I'm excited for it, but it's just, it's kind of like, yeah, cool. Like, I, it's, I'm glad because I'm tired of talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, just like, let, let's it, just, just let it be. It. Yeah. yeah let I'm it tired be. of talking about it. Let, let it just open. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, okay. So one last question about Tron then, uh, because I know we just said that we're tired of talking about it, <laughs> but one last question about Tron. So there has been constant debate in the fandom uh, over the last year or so about opening date or like the opening date. Do you fall in the camp that is it's going to open by the like the end of 2022, so the end of this year, or do you think it's going to open in like the first half of 2023? And does this uh, video that they just released uh, like, ha- make like, my mind think a certain way? Yeah, I mean. Because it's March, I feel like there's a really good chance now mm-hmm. they could have it open by the end of this year mm-hmm. at some point. Although I don't know if they want to do like, well, the, I guess because Guardians of the Galaxy, that's opening in Memorial Day. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like that time frame. That time which, frame, yeah. which is like May. So I, I could see it for that reason. Like it'd be something to bring people during Christmas time mm-hmm. as like an added bonus of. By the way, not only are you going to get Christmas at Magic Kingdom, you're going to get Tron. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, uh, so the I actually, and you know, I've been in the boat of it's going to open at the end of 2022 for a really long time. Um, yeah, I think almost since like the, the first few Tron construction update vlogs that we did. I was like, you know, Disney likes to take their time making sure that they get things right. Uh and especially after the last few times that they kind of rushed things, like Rise of the Resistance, they rushed that opening. Yeah. And it didn't, it didn't go so well. I think Disney, like, learned their lesson, like, oh, yeah, the way that we do things, we do it for a reason. So let's go back to taking our time, making sure that we get everything done right. Um, and so even then, I was like, you know, because people were like, oh, it's going to open in 2021, 2021. I was like, no, I think Disney's going to take their time on this, 2022. So for a long time, I've said 2022. And lately, I've been like, ooh, I don't know. Maybe it is 2023. Uh, But I have still stood firm with 2022. And this video coming out actually makes me feel even more confident in that. And not just because, hey, it's March and they're doing their testing. Because, I mean, if you think about, like, uh, you know, speaking of theme park companies learning their lesson, right? Uh, Universal rushed Hagrid's and the opening of Hagrid's didn't go so well and there were a lot of technical issues so that next coaster, Velocicoaster uh, Universal really took their time and they really did their testing and it had a really smooth opening you know, they it ex- has experienced very little downtime because they did so much testing on it uh, and so they did months of testing and uh, but yeah, so you, you compare kind of like the, the length of testing that Velocicoaster went under, uh, and then you compare Tron, and you're thinking, well, it's March now. You know that means that it would probably open by like September or so. If you compared the typical time that you know, anyways. Um, but the real reason why I believe that it's going to open this year is because traditionally in the past, Disney has loved the idea of doing something big to boost their numbers on. Uh, fiscal year, like the next fiscal year, like the first day of the next fiscal year, which for Disney is October 1st. Uh, So 
as soon as October 1st hits, October 1st, 2022, even though it's 2022 for us, Disney sees that as 2023 for them. It's the first day of their next fiscal year. And if you think back to last year, what did they do? Well, October 1st was the, obviously, it was the first day of their 50th year celebration, but it was also the day that they opened up Ratatouille because they were afraid that if they did this big 50th celebration ceremony thing at Magic Kingdom, then there would be like no attendance uh, at Epcot. We got to give them something big to do at Epcot. So they launched uh, Ratatouille. And then I don't remember if it was the same day, but it was like in that same time period, they also introduced the new nighttime shows. They opened up Harmonious. They opened up Enchantment. Uh, And so I think that for that same reason, uh, I think it's not out of the question to uh, have them open up Tron in October, like Mm -hmm. October 1st area, especially especially because uh, Guardians is opening up uh, in May ish, or like, is, I it believe is actually May. Yeah, right? I believe so. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's opening up in May. Uh, that's gonna bring. That's gonna boost their numbers big time. Uh, it's a big Marvel. It's the first big Marvel property at Walt Disney World. It's gonna bring in a lot of people, uh, but they don't want to go into that next year without big numbers as well. So I think that it. it I think it would be very likely to see tron open around october october 1st you know i wouldn't be surprised if they said it is opening october 1st yeah you know like on that day but at least in october i wouldn't be surprised if tron opened october for the reason of it just being their next fiscal year so that technically would be 2023 for them but for us it'd be 2022 so yeah, I don't know. But uh, the question, guys, I'm going to toss that over to you guys. What do you think about Tron finally hitting the milestone of uh, it being it, like it testing its launch? Uh, it's a big thing. They've done their pull through, and now we're actually going to see the roller coaster train in motion. What do you guys think? Uh, let me know down below. And also let me know uh, when, when do you guys think that Tron is going to open? But now let's move on to our third and final topic for this evening, and that is going to be this. Universal Studios Japan saw the opening of the groundbreaking immersive Super Nintendo World last year in 2021. Now, with the promise of the land also coming to Hollywood, Orlando, and Singapore, we're left asking the question, when can we expect to see the land open at other parks? Well... Thankfully, that question has officially been answered uh, for one of the parks on the list. In honor of Mario Day on March 10th, you know, get it? Like, March Mar- yeah. 10th, Mar- 1-0, Mario, ah! <laughs> Universal Hollywood officially announced that the new land will open next year in 2023. Uh, so, Sean, I actually want to throw this one over to you first. Uh, just because I, well, I, honestly, I don't know. Like, so, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I just do. But, uh, no, so because uh, you've actually been to Universal Studios Hollywood. Yes, right? a few times, uh, yeah. And I haven't okay. personally. Uh, so that's why I want to throw this one over yeah. to you. Um, I'm catching that. Yeah, you're, you're catching that. <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, uh, this is going to be the very first... I don't know just what happened there. I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, this is going to be the very first Super Nintendo World in, the, in the United States. In the United yeah. States. Uh, it had very, a very big and very, uh, like it was accepted very well in Japan when it opened there. Uh, it's a big success. Mm -hmm. Raving reviews. People were very excited about it. Um, and now it's finally coming to the U.S. And it's coming to Hollywood first before it comes to Orlando. Uh, and now this land is still technically technically rumored for uh, Epic Universe. We all know it's going to Epic Universe. But technically, it's still a rumor that it's going to Epic Universe. It is guaranteed that it's coming here, though. Mm -hmm. um, so I just want to know what are your thoughts about Super Nintendo World coming to the U.S.? Uh, and are you excited uh buy this at all does this make you want to go out to hollywood and experience like it just yeah just what are some of your thoughts about nintendo world coming here i'm excited i i think it's that's such a it's in the states i guess like i don't really know of many um video game based like properties like for theme park attractions yeah do you know of any i personally don't i've never seen a video game turned into a theme park land. Yeah, so uh, I'm not too familiar with the topic. Yeah. Uh, but I believe there is a land in somewhere in one of the Dubai theme parks. Uh, like across the world. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah definitely not <clears throat> yeah. in the U.S. Like I, pers I guess I've just never traveled to anything based mm -hmm. on video games. And so that's why it's actually it's really wild that they're going to be able to do this. It's not yeah. like a movie, a TV show, like... It's literally a video game that's focused. Yeah, and it's it, an iconic video game that's been around for like a bazillion years. Yeah, for yeah. sure. You know, it, it is so interesting that it has taken this long for video games to make it to theme parks. Because I feel like video games almost lend itself better because they're experiences that are catered towards you having a role in the game, like in that world. Uh just like theme parks. Theme parks are experiences where it's supposed to be like you have a role in this experience. Uh, so, yeah, th that's an interesting thought. But I do believe there are some properties. I need to research. That would be a good idea for like a video or something. Uh, just talking about other theme park or other video game properties in a theme park. Uh, but I believe there are some in uh, Dubai. Yeah. I could be wrong. I, I just know here in the States, I've never yeah, heard of anything. Not. And yeah. so I'm really excited for that reason. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I, the last time I was out in Hollywood was last, I guess, August. And uh, we did like, you know, we like saw from a distance <laughs> um, the construction and like some of the wall, like the theme walls mm -hmm. and everything. And it does look really, it looks really cool. I've not seen like any video or pictures of the foreign parks of what mm -hmm. it looks like across the world so this will be my if when or whenever i make it back to yeah. universal hollywood that'll i guess will be like the time i get to see yeah. it which is exciting well it's crazy the uh in universal studios japan if you look at a photo of like so they they released some photos of like the the land that they took before it opened so it's like there's no people in it or whatever yeah. uh if you look at that versus the concept art you literally would not be able to tell the difference. Like, normally, concept art, you, it's very... You know, like CGI. Yeah, it's CGI, yeah. it's cartoony, or it's, you know, or it's just, like, larger than life. You know, it's made to look super pretty because it's marketing. It's like, 
the concept art is made to sell the executives like hey this is what this could look like and the executives would be like oh dang that looks really cool let's do it you know uh so it, it's supposed to look larger than life it's supposed to look you know whatever uh but the super nintendo world they it literally looks like they pulled it out of the video game and just like put it in real life like it is insane just like it literally looks just like the car like a carbon like the, copy yeah, yeah it's crazy um yeah so i don't know just uh, i am curious to see how that trans like transfers to a u.s market because uh you know super nintendo is huge in the u.s but i don't think it's nets like it's it's, I don't think it's as huge as it is in Japan. No, like, I don't think so. That, like, it yeah. is part of Japanese culture, you know, uh, like Nintendo, all of its characters and stuff. Uh, even though it's huge here, I think people see it as like, oh, yeah, that thing that I played when I was a kid, you know? Uh, and there are still some huge fans, but it's not nearly as big of a cultural thing uh, as it is in Japan. So it would be interesting to see how the U.S., audience reacts to it as well do you think it's going to have just as big as a pop here as it did over there i feel like it could i mean i don't although like and i feel like it'll maybe actually get some of the older demographics too i feel like you know i mean it's definitely it's very family oriented kind of like the harry potter franchise i feel like even more so more yeah Yeah. so i i I feel like it kind of follows that theme Mm -hmm. which is really exciting so i don't know i'm i feel like yeah it has a really good chance of being very successful yeah it has family friendly attractions and it's it's just been around forever like who doesn't know super mario i just you know yeah yeah you it's like it's such a massive brand Mm -hmm. yeah it's uh it's a ip this is what's so genius about universal doing this is that harry potter was a brilliant thing because it was so it was such a big ip at the time it was like one of the biggest ips to ever exist really uh and so that was such a brilliant move for universal and definitely paid off but harry potter was definitely untested in terms of time like it it just it didn't have the the amount of time to see if it stood up to the test of time you know like it was still a new franchise and we didn't really know if harry potter was going to have legs or not and i remember that being because it was what like 11 or 12 years from the first film yeah because it was 2010 the first movie was 2001 to 1999 no and yeah uh, the franchise was still like the movies were still coming out yeah they were still making more harry potter movies so like the franchise wasn't over yet either uh so there's a big concern for fans of like, oh, is this is this a property that is really going to stand the test of time like uh, Jurassic Park did, which is right next door, or like Marvel has, you know, it's been around since the, what, f- 50s? Something yeah, like a long 60s, time, you know? yeah. Like, it, it, like Marvel has stood the test of time, uh, not just like the movies, because this was like they built Marvel before the movies were made. Uh, the Marvel Superhero Island was based off the comics. So, like, all these different properties were properties that have t- stood the test of time. Uh, and what's so brilliant about Super Nintendo World is that it is a property that has stood that test of time. And it's something that not is not just popular now, today, with kids, with, uh, like, Nintendo Switches and stuff. Uh, but it's a property that has been around since their parents were kids. And uh, so you're having a multi-generational IP getting it 
built in your park that is going to draw crowds from multiple generations because like you were saying like who doesn't know super nintendo yeah. like, who doesn't know mario who doesn't know luigi you know like it's the, me mario <laughs> the very stereotypical uh, italian accent <laughs> But yeah, no, for real. Like, it's just, it's such a smart move. Yeah. Um, even though, I, I'll be honest, like, I'm not a huge Nintendo Mario fan. super fan, yeah. Yeah, like, I never really played video games growing up, honestly. Uh, so I kind of, like, missed that phase a little bit. But even as someone who was never invested in Nintendo, uh, like, those characters are still, like, they transcend pop culture you yeah know? like if you're like you you don't have to have played the games to know who mario is know who luigi is and know like who, peach and yeah man. yoshi you know like all these different characters like you don't have to have played the video games to know they just transcend pop culture uh and it's honestly amazing that they haven't ended up in a theme park yet or something like that you know um and universal is just such a great fit i think uh so it, but it'll be very interesting to see how it goes over in Hollywood, because it's coming directly to Universal, yeah, or to Orlando, and the Orlando one. So I, I actually am not too sure about what the differences are with Hollywood and Japan, but I know that there are slight differences in the land, uh, and then Singapore is even going to have a slight difference in that land too. Uh, but the one in Orlando is supposed to be like the, the super, super Nintendo world. It's like the, the one that like, it the gets crazy everything. Nintendo world. Yeah. Like yeah. it's the best of every other land. Uh, so that'll be really exciting because, uh, Singapore is starting their construction soon too. Like it's replacing the Madagascar land in the Singapore park. And I believe Ma Madagascar just closed. Uh, but in a few months they're going to start demolishing that land to build super nintendo world uh and it's going to be like a whole expansion i think it's going to be more than just super nintendo world i think they're doing some other stuff too uh, but so that'll be really exciting that like every other park has kind of like they figured out what works and you know what's most popular here so that like you this one uh is going to have like kind of the best of everything and i think that's really exciting so awesome awesome yeah yeah but anyways, guys, what do you think about the opening day? Uh, we don't have a specific date or month or whatever, but we have the opening year. It's going to be next year, 2023. What do you think about the opening of Super Nintendo World coming to Universal Studios Hollywood just on the other side of the coast? Does this make you want to fly over there and experience it before it comes to Orlando? Uh, just how hyped are you about Super Nintendo World? Uh, let us know down below in the comments section. We'd love to have a conversation with you down there. Uh, but before we get going, uh, we just want to have like one tiny little conversation about Festival of Fantasy because, Sean, I know that uh, you have been a big champion of this parade coming back to the Magic Kingdom, and it is here I know we've talked about it on the podcast before, and we did post a vlog where uh, we did get your thoughts in it. So if you haven't seen it, definitely uh, go see it. But we've had some time to let our opinions kind of marinate. Yeah. Uh, so I'll propose the question uh, once again. What did you think about Festival of Fantasy? And uh, another question that I've been asking everyone is, are you glad that it was Festival of Fantasy that returned? 
Or uh, do you kind of wish that they had created something new while there was a space for something yeah. to be created? Uh, yeah, what are your thoughts? Well, yeah, I really, I enjoyed it. Um, uh, I know, I think I talked about it in the vlog. There was like a few little changes. Mm -hmm. um, another change that was actually pointed out to me by another friend of mine who works in the industry um, was, I guess, they did shorten the duration yeah, of it. Yeah, it did seem shorter. And like, and they, I guess, eliminated um, a various amount of like actual people from it mm -hmm. which i didn't even realize like the the dancers that are on the yeah street. and yeah. so like well which like kind of of course assisted in like you know shortening the duration mm -hmm. of it and everything else and so i don't know like that is a little unfortunate and that makes me sad because i i mean it's a, just a fun amazing um parade that incorporates like mm -hmm. i feel like so much of the walt disney properties in such an incredible way and it's really just I, I know it was time for changes. I know it was time for um, the new outfits, like the little adjustments and times have obviously changed dramatically mm -hmm. since um, pre-COVID. But yeah, I don't know. I, it was exciting to see it again. I don't think I would have wanted anything else in its place. Yeah. So no, I'm, I'm still very happy that it came back. I am. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I so I'm actually okay with some of the changes, uh, like the them shortening it a bit, just because we've like the cavalcades are still a thing. You know, like they still have cavalcades going through the park. So you have uh, these tiny mini parades going through every now and then. Uh, I don't know the time interval specifically, but just randomly throughout the day, you'll see these small tiny ca cavalcades go through. So to have those and the parade, like I, I'm okay with them having shortened it a little bit just because we have so much other stuff now. Like we have that and then we also have the, what is it, the Mickey and Friends show yeah. or whatever it's called. Uh, the, the show that they do at the, the castle mm -hmm. stage. Um, they, so they have that show and then they have the cavalcades and the parade. It's just, it's a lot going on. Uh, which is great because it always gives you an option of experiencing something new throughout the park that is not, uh, like, it, it doesn't require you waiting in a line or something, yeah. you know. Um, so I am just, a, like, I'm excited that it's back. Um, you know, one of the things that you said in the vlog that I never really thought of until you said it, but I think it explains why I'm so happy that Festival of Fantasy came back. Because I would like personally, I would have been okay if they said, "Hey, we're bringing a parade," but it's like a new thing. Uh, I would have been okay with that. But I think the reason why I'm so excited and so happy that they brought back Festival of Fantasy specifically was because you said in the vlog that you know, like we've gotten so much new stuff already. You know, like Magic Kingdom, they like Disney has been almost ruthless with ripping things out of the park and replacing them with something new. And those new things always, regardless of their quality, they're always going to bring drama. And they're always going to be people that, oh, I, I wish that they didn't get rid of this. And I like the old thing better. And, uh, you know, it happened with Wishes going into Happily Ever After. And at the end of Happily Ever After, people loved that show. But originally, they hated it, you know. Uh, well, not everyone, but there was a big outcry of people like, ah, oh, but it's not Wishes. And those same people at the end, when Happily Ever After left, were like, oh, man, I love Happily After so much. Uh, and it's just like the way that, you know, Disney has such 
uh, passionate fans about the parks and the, their experiences that, you know, we have seen so many changes lately um, with Enchantment and with Harmonious. And, like, I mean, geez, just the list can go on. That's just, like, in terms of street entertainment. Uh, like, they've done so much to change the experience. Like, they've gotten rid of Fast Passes. They've gotten rid of Magical Express. Like, there's so much that Disney has done just in the last year um, that it is refreshing to actually have like something from pre-covid like come back come back yeah yeah uh it's refreshing to have something that has some nostalgia to it like it's not just something from pre-covid it's like it's something that also has nostalgia you know uh and it's back you know it's so so much nostalgia to it that every time we say festival of fantasy we have to sing it like we do sing it we do sing it yeah (laughs) Uh, which we haven't done on this show yet. I you know, know we're lame. We are lame. Uh, I think we're just, it's the time change. It's the time change has we're been a lot. Yeah, yeah. It has. Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, but I think because there's been so much change, it's really nice to have something that is nostalgic and familiar. Uh, they could have, they definitely could have done something new uh, and different. Uh, but I think for so many reasons they didn't, you know, like they went over budget with Harmonious. Yeah. Uh, the, there has been backlash with Harmonious and Enchant- Enchantment. Why spend the extra money on building something new when you can just bring in an existing infrastructure of a parade with all its costumes and everything? Like you don't have to change everything, you know, like, so there, there are a lot of different reasons why I think they brought it back, but for whatever reason they did, um, I'm just happy that it's here. No, so yeah. Like- yeah, I think, uh, you, you know, I think that the future of street entertainment for specifically Magic Kingdom, but all the parks, is looking really bright. You know, that's like the one area now that the parade is back and now that they've like introduced this new cavalcade and now that they've re like brought back the stage show and everything. Uh, that's like one of the few areas of the Magic Kingdom that I look at and I'm like, that is really exciting you know like i'm I'm excited about it i think that like oh yeah that looks really strong now and i'm glad that it is the way that it is now uh because just a few months ago i was looking at that same area of the park like the same you know like live street entertainment and i was very negative about it and i felt very like i was very upset about how little disney was doing about it and now, just a few months later, we have the bad, uh, complete 180. Like, them doing just what they did in the last month or so uh, makes me feel very happy and excited about the future of street entertainment for Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to... No, I, I'm, I'm just happy it's back. Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, so what do you guys think about... Uh, festival fantasy i mean any of the have you seen the new cavalcade have you seen the stage show uh any of that let us know down below but um yeah i think that's going to be it for this podcast sean where can people find you on social media they can find me on instagram at sean spazada awesome and of course you can find me on pretty much any social media at john polk 96 uh, of course, we have got this podcast. Uh, we've got our YouTube channel that you're watching right now. We post vlogs, uh, these episodes, uh, a whole bunch of different 
theme park related stuff. So if you enjoy the parks, definitely be sure to subscribe for more content just like this. Uh, hit that bell to be notified when we do post it. Uh, but until next time, guys, thank you so much for watching or listening. If you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, thank you so much. Uh, and we will see you next time on the Drop Podcast. Remember, guys, the adventure lives on. Peace.